You're about to listen to the Dakota Kings podcast, a podcast that is ran by students for students. A little disclaimer before we begin. For parents and teachers and uncles and aunties and friends that may be wanting to share this podcast with other high school students and alike, that this is ran by students that are in school and a lot of students do mimic and copy a lot of the values and words that their peer group has. So there may be words in here and expressions that may offend you on a generational level, in an expression level, there may be references that are said that may be slightly offensive, but we believe that it's PG, and we recommend parental guidance if you're concerned with those matters. But we do believe that the content is very insightful, very relevant, very helpful to students out there that may be going through similar things and similar thoughts in their school, with their friends, and with their parents. Without further ado, enjoy this week's episode of Code of Kings. Isaac, our friend, is away injured today, and he won't be in this group discussion, but he'll be interviewed in this podcast, so he won't um, be missing out on contributing to this topic. I'm Sam. I'm Zach. And I'm Cameron. I'm Matt, and this is the Dakota Kings Podcast. Hello, what is confidence? What is confidence? It's too quick. It's too spooky. I think confidence is the ability to do something with faith in yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The ability to do something without doubting yourself. Good one. Confidence. It can come from many different things, such as being good at something or just knowing you can do it. It's just can, essentially. Yeah, where do we get confidence from? We don't get it from anywhere, we practice it. We practice we it. Practice on mm. what we're good at. Ooh. We get confident. So with confidence, but you have to be given something to be practicing it. Hmm. So where do you get the stuff to practice from? Something that you like or interest in. Role models. Mm-hmm. It's emulated, I guess. Um, yeah, what Cameron said, basically, anyone you look up to, kind of thing. So let's go back to the start. So when you're a kid, who's who gives you everything? Parents. Yeah. So when you're born, you have your parents there. So what would they give you to practice? What types of, what types of things? Opportunities. You just, they teach you something. You know you can do it because you've practiced it Walking. so many times. Walking. Eating. Eating, yeah. Pooping. Yeah. How about this? Like, um, expectations. Like, goals. They set an example for you to follow and, um, give you an idea of what you're supposed to do and consequences for not doing it right. If your role models or parents or whoever you look up to are negative, what do you do? You have to um, do it yourself kind of thing. And they break promises more than they make them. But that's and hard. That, and that, yeah, that affects your confidence. What some like generic examples that we can give when parents have been bad or what parents could do that would smash your confidence? When their father is a con man. 
I've been watching crime shows. He's a he's a liar. He's a cheat. He's a, he lies about everything. Buy this. Buy this new thing. We work awesome, and it's not really awesome. Well, the parent could just um, make lots of promises and not live up to the promises. Be a bit like which aggressive. ties in with corn man, by the way. Maybe <laughs> like, aggressive or something towards the kid. That also would affect their confidence a lot, putting them down. Abuse. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, being told that you're a loser, that you're not going to achieve anything in your life, that you're worth Getting nothing. punched afterwards. Yeah, that's, that's for real, that's bad. Happens. <laughs> what makes a bad role model a bad role model? What makes him bad? What doesn't make him good? They lie. They're abusive. Um, they do anything. They do. They don't do what they're told. And they're troll geeks. Mm-hmm. They're probably what is considered in society today pretty negative, like doing drugs or setting bad examples like that. And the kids are exposed to that, so they might become or aspire to be that rather than something good. Yeah. So we've got like our first authority. So going back to the start when you're a kid, your um your parents. So like you said, Sam, like make promises and um you know if they set high standards and stuff that you can't hold. But when you go to school. Who are those people that you look for approval for? Your friends. Mm. We start doing things other people do and it becomes a part of the culture just because everyone is doing it. And that would make you feel unconfident if you didn't do it. Mainly because it's dumb. But other reasons as well. Mm. Maybe the culture could be individuality. And you struggle to do that, and you have to borrow someone. Hmm. Sheep. Yeah, like sheep. Ah. Wait, I just got a fun fact. Did you know once uh, there was a suicide of sheep in in England? Uh, killed a few hundred sheep because they just followed each other off the cliff. Really? <laughs> yeah. Where'd you hear that from? Because you know how the stereotype is that sheep follow each other. Yeah, that's what they did. Mass suicides. Wow. Yeah, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to have offenses. <laughs> that's like, that's crazy metaphor for yeah. following the crowd. It's like, all these sheep behind the leader who's going off the cliff, the sheep would be going, oh, how can we a hundred, how can a hundred sheep be wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they have to follow someone, otherwise it just... Would mm. you jump off a bridge if your friend did it? <laughs> kind of thing. If you survive, yes. <laughs> that's a good point, but... Like, to feel... That's the cost of acceptance sometimes. It's like, if everyone else is doing it... I'll do it or I get left out. Yeah. And then you go downhill. Or off the hill. (laughs) Yeah, falling off a cliff could also mean, like, falling your friends into, like, jail or something. It could just be an analogy. Mm. Something else. A lot of things. 
If falling is going into jail, what the hell is hitting the ground? Rock bottom. Yeah, but what would... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talk about the types of confidence that we went through in our sessions. Situational confidence is a confidence that you are like very confident in a certain situation, but when you when that gets taken away from you, you you have nothing, no confidence. Mm-hmm. Whether it's core confidence, where which is more. All around, you feel confident in most things rather than the minority. Mm-hmm. Like maybe someone who's confident at guitar, you take that guitar away and they feel exposed and they feel kind of... They feel like they don't have any powerless. pants on. Yeah, powerless. Pantsless. Yeah. <laughs> so what's some examples of people? There might be the nerves who are techie kind of thing and smart. And then there's the more jockey kind of people who are smart, like better at sports. And then maybe more popular people who are just better with people, people, people. People, 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 oh. people, people, perception. <laughs> so, like, what, what types of things are people confident in at school? Playing guitar, getting up on stage and talking, speeches. How about how about the girls with the how about girls with makeup and all the stupid Some girls are confident with make I mean confident without makeup. And that's good. Mm, that's One, good. But a, like a minority. Yeah, it seems. But that would seem like kind of for yourself, wouldn't it? Maybe, what I don't know. Maybe like if you if a girl is confident like enough. Well, not she can come off as being really confident. Yeah. Like overconfident. Yeah. But let's be honest, even with dudes, like as dudes, there is Us like. Guys these days are just so vain. I know. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. Like, we've. It's almost like the whole cosmetic, like physical standards really strong on dudes. Like, you have to go to the gym, you have to have. Buff, good hair. Yeah. In year five, I saw people, t- some guys talking about shoes. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Wait, year five, what are you doing? What about meritocracy? What's that, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what is it? <laughs> I don't know. It means if someone is rich, then you automatically assume that they deserve to be rich. Such as if someone is also poor, then you think they deserve to be poor for the simple fact that they're poor. Mm. So it's taking one aspect of someone's life and making another whole judgement. Exactly. About their whole life. No one can see me pointing at you besides all of you guys. We call that snobbering. Like snobbery. Snobs are people that take one thing about your life and from that one thing make an entire judgement about your whole life. So if someone's wearing like Bilo shoes, if Bilo had shoes, I should have shoes. That'd be, really dumb. That'd be awesome. I'd buy some. <laughs> I Bilo, it... please make shoes. <laughs> Love Matt. I sort of find it fun to try and find out who they are just from one thing, just looking at them and trying to find out who they are. They're not in the judgment for way. You know? Yeah, but here's the thing: like, say if you go, you're at a party 
And when you're older, people go, hey, what do you do? They're like, oh, I'm a doctor. Meritocracy goes, oh, well, you must be really cool and must have worked really hard. Yeah, but they could be a wife beater. They could be a loser. They yeah, could I be know. an alcoholic. It's just fun trying to find out what type of personality they are mm. and then finding out what it is and seeing how accurate you are. There's one bit of advice I'd give us all is when you assume something, say if it's like they're wearing something and you you feel the temptation to make a judgment about them, assumption should always lead you to ask them questions to get to know them rather than just making an assumption. So an assumption makes you look like an ass, but it should make you want to ask instead of that. And if you make an assumption and then tell them about that assumption, it makes you also look really dumb and yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah. So we shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But sometimes the cover reflects what's inside. Hmm. Hmm. Like if it has a hole in it, most likely we'll have a hole in the pages as well. Could you just say, Sam, like what kind of confidence, maybe not just Sam, but what kind of confidence do you think you'll have? And why? Just so we can open up to everybody. Um, I think I have situational confidence in not most situations, but I'm confident at some things and others not so much. And yeah. What makes you feel confident and what makes you feel unconfident? Well, I'm confident around certain people. Like certain people make me feel uncomfortable and like I can't be myself kind of thing. Because I'll get judged, maybe. And when do you feel comfortable? Around mm. people I trust or people who, are, who don't care as much who I'm judging. What things do you feel confident doing? Um, well, this guitar, um, maybe footy, a couple of certain sports I like. And you can. What kind of confidence do you think you're at at the moment? Mm. It's a bit in between, really. Just most things I can be confident in, you know, if I've at least tried them a little, then I can sort of be like, all right, I can get this. But sometimes if I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm sort of not confident at all. Situation. Hmm. So when, when do you feel unconfident? What things that you feel confident in the most? Things that I feel confident are just things that I've tried, really. Mm. And things that I don't... Mainly things I don't know about. If I know about something, I'm, I'm, I'm at least a little confident in it. Yeah. What things do you what things make you confident like specifically like what what activities, hobbies, 
people. My guitar makes me feel confident, I guess, when I'm not being compared to other people. Um, my video games I feel really confident in. <laughs> um, and why is that? I'm damn good at them. Spend a lot of time. Yeah, I'm in a competitive team for one game. Shut up. <laughs> no, like, I mean, that's cool. That's sick. Okay. Yeah. Um, Team Fortress 2. I suck. <laughs> How easy that? What makes you feel... What, what kind of confidence do you think you have and why? To be honest, I think I have full confidence. Cool. I mean, I'm not scared to do it, but... If I'll have a try to try it, I'll give it a go and I don't care what people think. I'll be confident no matter what. So what things have made you unconfident? I think I used to have situational confidence until I just didn't care. And if I was good, I was good. If I, if I wasn't good, I wasn't good. I didn't really care. And I never used to be confident playing guitar. And now I am. Why is that? Because people told me I was good. I was pretty. I was good, and then I was getting better, and I'm not crap. And yeah. Cool. Okay. I used to be situational. I think most people start as situational. You got to. I think that's where you got to begin. Mm. It's a build up. Yeah. And I think being a musician. I think a lot of musicians go through this is when you put all your confidence in one basket and you are, you say things like, I am a guitarist. But I remember my mentor asking me, Matt, Matt, if your hands got injured, what would you be then? Singer. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'll try to sing. So mm -hmm. I'd <laughs> you would be dead. And if I survived somehow, I'd be moving it. So it's like he was you'd trying be to just ahead. What would you be able to do? Nothing. You'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Not much. I want to be joking much. But my mentor said to me, if your hands were injured or your ability to play music was somehow taken away from you. Who he became be mute then? and handless. That's it. And I said to him, honestly, I was like, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know. I, I am what I do. And maybe situational confidence is based around, I am what I do. And core confidence is based around, I do from who I, do from who I am. It's very different, but very close together. So that's good voice. I just think it's really cool. Do you think this is gonna help? Is it good or bad? Just having situational confidence. Depends on flavour. Can be a bad thing, can be a good thing. How can it be a good thing? Because when you're in that, if you're in that situation all the time, then it could be, it could lead you somewhere successful. But if you're not in the situation all the time, it's a bad thing. Yeah. Because life is not just one situation. It's multiple. Which leads us to core confidence. So, core confidence. What the heck is core confidence? Being confident in everything. 
think. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Is it? What you reckon? Core confidence. Pretty much about right. I mean, you would, you wouldn't have much confidence. You would have more confidence in some things than others. But yeah, pretty much. So it's like a spread of confidence instead of just being channeled to one thing. The ideal family, hypothetically speaking, would be just your mum and dad loved each other very much and kept on that love. And they loved you no matter what you accomplished or didn't accomplish, they still loved you afterwards. Hmm. Such on that more. You know, people think the ideal family would be absolutely zero arguments. It's not. Because if you didn't have at least one argument, it wouldn't help you deal with others that could possibly happen. It wouldn't prepare you, so to speak. There's no perfect family. Exactly. Mm. But our ideal family, it bases its value not on just what you do. It's just like you're part of something. Like it's... Like any How you feel family. about it. Mm. Like, um, regardless if... I mean, there's disappointment. That's what you're saying. Like there's... You can... Dis- in the ideal family, you will disappoint your mum and dad if you were just a lazy bum and you did nothing with your life and you treated all your good people in your life like crap but that would still have some type of care for you we, we all experience the beginning of our lives um, that love where it's not based on achievement like a baby does nothing to earn its place in the family it just cries poos, wheezes, and eats and throws things on the floor and everyone laughs at it and it's like a Roman emperor <laughs> Everyone just goes, yay, do it again. <laughs> we got to put them to work. Yeah, but the idea of a baby, well, not really the idea, but it will grow up to achieve something. If it achieves nothing, you might get disappointment out of it, but you still, the ideal family will still love it anyway. Him. You need to teach it properly so that it can achieve something because it's way too uncoordinated now. I mean, have you seen babies walk? <laughs> Wait. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe triangle. Just <laughs> a kid expects the same love out of a friend they get from a parent, kind of thing. That's what a real friend is. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe we have that. That's kind of what our whole starter kid idea is. The parents' love, like, reflects in our whole life. And if we're not used to receiving love, there might be like a bigger impact on us later on. Mm. And it could mess things up, like emotionally. If someone's unconfident, how do they rebuild their confidence? Remember how we asked that question at the beginning of last episode? The end right. of last episode? Through practice. If you thought you were good at something and you had enough confidence, but then you got rejected and you didn't know how to regain confidence, what would you do? Would you keep practicing it, or would you give up? That's like um, the first time Queen came to Australia, they got rejected. 
did that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Little dude off the stage. Now the biggest, now the biggest, one of the biggest bands in the world, kind of thing. And Australia rejected him. Like, it was too early. Australia wasn't ready. Okay, say that you're a beginner guitarist and you come to a guitar teacher. You're technically like a baby guitarist, and the teacher is like the parent, and the parent gives you values and instruction about how to play guitar, just like a parent gives instruction and value to a baby. What if that teacher taught you D major or a chord on the wrong spot of the guitar? As a baby student, you would feel that's right. I don't know any better. This person's older than me. This person is confident, so to speak. So I'm going to practice that. And you're taught, I'm going to practice this over and over and over and over. What's going to happen when you go to school and there's other guitarists around? When, when you, you go, you play around better guitars that are really good. And you play, you play it wrong, and they rip you off, or I don't know, they might reject you and say you're bad, and you might get all emotional and teary. And like when baby gets blamed, your teacher. Hmm. Yeah, if your baby gets taught to walk backwards, you would look around. Yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 That's how Michael Jackson became a singer. He was taught to walk backwards as a baby. Paid well too. So the guitar teacher has taught the kid, since it was a baby guitarist, to play certain chords on these certain frets, but they're not the right frets. And that kid grows up. What if that kid grows up practicing that for years, for years, and then it goes to school, and everybody start all over again. Yeah, and it's like he he didn't have any option, really, until you know. He thought it was right. He thought it was right, yeah. So, for a lot of us, for some of us listening to this podcast, that could be us. We've been taught certain values, certain things, and you've been told you're an idiot. You've been told you're stupid. You've been told you're dumb. You're fat. You're you're a failure. And they're like the chords that have been given to you, and you've practiced them over and over and over in your head, and they've developed bad habits. Um, I was thinking back to the family thing, um, how they can teach you such ideals that are inappropriate for social life, sort of, and that can sort of reflect badly on how people think of you as a person and cause them to judge you just because you weren't raised correctly, I guess. What's some examples? Oh. Lots of swearing, I guess, as a kid. Yeah. And then just going to school and swearing a lot. And people are like, what? People swear a lot these days at school. Yeah, that's a culture. Yeah, I know, but Probably like over the top. Like every second word. Well, not every second, maybe every fifth. A full I'm stop is a swear word. Mm. But, um, it also comes back to role models as well. Um, if someone's doing something wrong, the role models can show you how to do it right. But you've got to choose the right role model. If you choose my side, you could end up on a wrecking ball, licking a hammer or something. Mm. <laughs> but um, it could turn out good if you chose, yeah, let's say, a more acceptable role model. So it's almost like, get back to the guitar analogy, if your guitar teacher sucks, and you found out that all those chords he's been telling you is wrong and he's been making setting you up for failure, then what do you do? 
as a guitar student, you should. So, yeah. what'd you say? You should probably change guitar teachers, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It can be tough if it's your family. <coughs> it would be difficult to deal with. I think we've all been disappointed. We all get disappointed at some point with our role models. They're human. They make mistakes, they make promises, break promises. So it's not about perfection, it's more about consistency for me. It's more, is this person, does this person care for my interests? Is this person saying this from a place of love or a place of insecurity? So if, let's get some, let's help some people right now, let us go. Say if you're in a family and your family, say if you're in a family that are really abusive and let's be honest, there are people that are in families like that and they'll be too scared to maybe tell somebody, even their closest friends. What advice could we give people? What would you do, hypothetically? Tell somebody. Who would you tell? And maybe a school counsellor or someone who can't disclose the information? If you don't have a dog, maybe practice on the TV. Or a mirror. A mirror's good. A turned off TV can also work. Boy, seriously, come on. Sam, Sam, you said the counsellor? Um, yeah. Your closest friends, maybe after the counsellor? I don't know who is my school counsellor is. Zach, how about you share a little bit about if you've got mates that have been bad role models and you know that you've had mates that have been bad role models. <laughs> um, can you just t- touch on a little bit of what you've done to change that? Um... Just, I really don't know. I just ditched them and just left. I left them and yeah, just started going with different people that are more into my kind of thing. So, what were you doing with your old friends that was bad? Just getting in trouble at school. Like, not doing work. Nothing like. What do you mean? Like, what happened? What happened? Why did this happen? Why did Why did you leave? What What happened? To I left because my parents kept saying that they were Darrow and everyone in school kept telling me that it made me look Darrow so I decided I didn't want to look Darrow so I left and went to a different group that was more into my type of thing and yeah, went on from there. Where would, where would you, what kind of path would you have walked down if you're still with your friends? Huh? Jail. Really? Yeah. What kind of stuff were they into that were influencing you to do? Rap music. Nike, high tops, like black high tops, not. Mm. Yeah. What? Adidas. Adidas. Lads. Um, they like do drugs and smoke and didn't want to do their work and just wanted to be rebel and think they were cool and they weren't. And they just smoke outside school in school and yeah. Yeah. What made you want to change? What stuff made you start thinking? I didn't want to go down that path, that's not the future I wanted. I want to be a musician, not a drop kick. Try to act on the doll. Doing rehab and all that crap. Mm. So, um, people are going to hear your story and be like, yeah, that's me. So, what advice could you give somebody who was like you? They're like... Um, maybe, maybe you thought about 
what you really wanted to do? <coughs> and if that's really what you, where you wanted to go? And if it was, well, maybe you should think about why you want it to be like that. And <coughs> then maybe talk to some people about it. And then make the move and choose your own path. Not but it's hard to make the move. Yeah. But you've got to choose your own path, it's not what other people want. It's tough changing, but that's why I wanted to ask you, Zach, because you, you know what to do. Usually you know what not to do. You don't want to be with them. But yeah, actually breaking... You're going into a new group. They don't know who you are. They looked at you before as being a doe. And they're like, can we, let, can we trust this guy? And... Well, what I did is... This guy in my English class, and uh, he sat next to me, and he was in the group. And I just talked to him a lot for two years, and just I asked him one day if I could come with him after recess, and he said, I mean, like, at recess, and he said, yeah, sure. So I just started hanging out with them. I had to look in places where I'd usually think would be stupid to go. Yeah, nerdy. Mm. But when you're getting to know them, they're really not. They're really nice. They're cool guys. Yeah. Good at guitar. They can sweep pick with their eyes shut. Yeah. And they're really solid friends. Like, some of them are the nicest people. And yet, when you're with that other group, you'd write them off. That implies they're smart. Exactly. So, sometimes what you're looking for is where you least expected. Okay, so we touched on family. We touched on peer, like changing groups. Um, let's just finish off with... Um, What's some practical tips of how to rebuild your confidence with new friends? So, like, <laughs> let's go back to the guitar analogy. You've dumped your old guitar teacher because he was teaching the wrong chords. You've gone to your new teacher, and the new teacher has spotted your bad habits, and he's like, right, that's actually not the right chord. This is the right chord. So you're gonna have to re you're gonna have to practice that to get it right. You're gonna have to get the confidence to practice it. And how do you do that? Do you how you get that confidence? Practice. Um, keep just keep practicing and practicing. Yeah. And you've honestly got to kind of trust that teacher over yeah, the other have teacher. Faith in that teacher. You got to trust that, that it is the right chord, and that you're not gonna get laughed at again. And, yeah, and hopefully you will like, get into like a badass band. I mean, into a good band. Mm. Actually, when you say that, you bring a lot of trust in the guitar teacher. I like your second father. If you uh, if you're that serious about guitar, <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> and if you want, if what if I am serious? Sort of like your second dad. Your second father. Your father. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you put a lot of trust in your teacher, yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of control over what you actually think about your talk. How can you tell? How can you do a, a teacher-proof check? You know how, like, when you go to work somewhere, they do a children, working with children's check on you to see if you've had any bad experiences with kids or, or people like criminal records. We, we should look for evidence of what they teach in their life. That's the proof to trust them. That's the starting point. To rebuild your confidence, you've gotta... Not doubt yourself. You've gotta... 
trust yourself more and trust your instinct. Yeah, and I think you've got to look at the source of where you're getting that confidence from. Like, is are they reliable? Given the the test of time, have they had a track record of of being good at what they say they, they'll do? And believing what they do, like a guitar teacher tells you to do something, you believe that what they're telling you is for your best interest. Then it's practicing that. And what does practice develop? Skills. So, habits. Yeah. Habits. That's it. Skills and habits. You can't get a skill um, unless you repeat it. You repeat. And ev- look at everything we do, from bad to good. Everything that's effortless in your life is a has a habit. So that's it, boys. Repetition. Um, repetition practice produces habits from from a reliable source like a good habit so the final words what would you say to students out there that are struggling with confidence don't keep it to yourself tell somebody um there's always someone to talk to reach out to the wider community look in obscure places and you might might find what you're looking for yeah what you're looking for is not always obvious. So you're gonna... It might be obscure. Be really... Like this is what I would say to you. Be really bold. There's a quote that says, If you always do what you've done, you'll always have what you've got. So to have change, you have to make a new action. So be bold this week. If you're feeling unconfident, tell someone about it. Like Sam said, go to a school counsellor, tell somebody... Go to an uncle or an auntie that um, that you can trust, or maybe a coach or a guitar teacher even, and open up because there are people out there that care about you. Hey, thanks for listening to the Coda Kings podcast. We really want to encourage you to share this online and personally to any friends, family members and students that you feel would benefit from it. If you go to our website, greenroom.net.au and click on the Live tab, you'll see Code of Kings podcast. We want to hear your questions, suggest some topics for us to discuss and give us your feedback about how it's helped you and your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Code of Kings and hashtag us in your ventures of bravery, moments of discovery and you'll see us posting helpful things up on there. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time.